Founded in 1999 by Jason Burks, Retrospect Films is Oklahoma's largest turnkey production company of its kind. With over two decades of experience, a full-time team of over 20 talented individuals, a 12,000 square foot studio to create in, and thousands of successfully completed projects in both entertainment and advertising. You're in the right place if you like hearing some good old filmmaking stories. On this podcast, we will discuss the pursuit of creating things and the problems we solve by digging up projects from across the last 20 years and giving you a glimpse behind the scenes where the magic happens. You're listening to Retrospect Films from the Archives. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Retrospect from the Archives, where we pull up projects from the past and discuss all the creative things we did and all the problems that we solved on the way. Here today with me, I have Caroline for the first time on the Retro Podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo! Excited to be here. Caroline joined the team this last year, and she has decided to be at Retrospect for the next 20 years. Signed on the dotted line. <laughs> nice. And Chris, as we all know, the world famous Chris Diamond. What? <laughs> You're famous. World famous. Oh, that is true. I was You're like, world famous. Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> See? Right. Yeah, yeah, and I saw. Hey, did you did you see what's his face in there? Yeah, from 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 White Imitation, uh, the dad. No, he wasn't in my scene. I don't think. Okay, I he's, can't remember. He's like the train tracks and all that. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's really prominent. Yeah, that was kind of cool. All right, so I'm derailing. Well, today <laughs> we are going to talk about Aeon, specifically the Alpha Launch, which is a very unique product launch that we uh, helped work with them on some of the uh, marketing communications for. Before we dig into all the little details, I want to talk just a a little bit about Aeon in general, and I think I'm going to throw you right into the fire, Caroline. (laughs) Okay. You know I prefer Thoreau. Let's just chat a little bit about Aeon and and, and what they do and some of the, I don't know, I wouldn't really say challenges, but just objectives. They're a huge company. Mm -hmm. They're distributing products worldwide. Um, They have so many different value propositions. They're obviously one of the most premier uh, manufacturers of air conditioners. Yeah. What would you you say now with your two months of experience with Aon, almost three months? (laughs) Yeah. Kind of your take. Well, I'll go ahead and out myself that I knew nothing about air conditioning units before I (laughs) became a client manager for Aon. But when I think of them as a brand and as a company, I I think of leaders and pioneers. Um, The capabilities that they have at Aon to test all of their their units is pretty amazing and something I've really enjoyed seeing up close. Um, This particular selection that we're talking about, the Alpha class, is really cool because they're air source heat pumps. That's new language I'm learning. Um, and so the the units can actually take heat out of the air and use them uh, and use that heat instead of using fossil fuels to fuel the machine. So mm-hmm. it's really good for the environment. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah. Well, and it's pretty cool. You started to touch on it, something that's interesting, maybe not specific to Alpha class, but their testing facility there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in general. It's is amazing. Crazy. Insane. I mean, I think it's... I think it's public knowledge. They think they spent like $30 million on that testing facility. It's yeah. like, I mean, talk about somebody that cares about making sure that everything that they create is incredible. Absolutely. Um, tell, I mean, I, I first experienced it like a couple years ago, but tell me your first reactions when you took the little tour. Well, first of all, it's huge. Um, and there's so many people that work in there and everyone's just hard at work um, on whatever their project is. And it's really cool to see. Um, but specifically with the testing, like I got to see a rain test 
Fest recently, which was awesome. They just pour rain down on these units and kind of see how they can withstand the elements. And it's just awesome to see rain inside. And I don't know, they're just so fearless with how they go about testing and proving that what they set out to do actually works. Um, and they can also make it snow in there, which mm-hmm. is kind of magical. I haven't seen that yet, but hoping to see it soon. Um, so, yeah, everyone that I've met there just really, really cares about um, doing what they say they're going to do. And mm-hmm. so if they say that this technology has the ability to exist in lots of different climates, they want to prove that it can. Um, and so they go to great lengths to accomplish that. And that's really cool to see. I think the last time I filmed in that center, I was filming it snowing. Really? And That's awesome. And it's funny because they, it. they ran the temperature really low. And you know me. Like, I'm always in the mountains in mm-hmm. the snow. So I'm like, oh, I'm good for this. But it's funny because when You're I got frigid. in there and it was like 15 degrees <laughs> and I had the camera. And we were having, like, even the screens were, like, like the LCDs were they start Frosting functioning slowly. Oh, yeah. well, they don't frost over. Like it's weird. Like the liquid crystal doesn't react quick enough, and touchscreens stop working. And I was like, okay, oh, boy. so all I like the, all kind the of batteries kind are- of rotate and take breaks. I was like, this is funny that we're inside. It's snowing on us, and it's so freezing that like we have to keep rotating out. I mean, I think it was like fifteen or twenty degrees, which and it was really humid, so it was just cold, like just wet cold. But again, back to what they're doing. So cool. Yeah, so. it's awesome. All right. So let's talk, Chris, a little bit about this journey. It's been yeah. interesting. Like maybe we call it the last year or two. I think we could even take it back just for fun, even though I'm sure we've talked about it at some point. But there was some time and day where you were like, man, I really want to get better at 3D. And it was oh, kind of, gee. Yeah. And it was <laughs> kind of I don't even remember how long ago that was, but that was a little bit of an experimental phase where it was like, OK, like, Okay, let's see what that means. That was like the beginning of 2019 or something like that. It was a while back. Before the vitties. What was the what was the thing there? I mean, obviously people just like things because they like them. Well, but. Tackin and I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to know the, the genesis of it all is in high school, I watched the behind the scenes of Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. Remember the classic like <laughs> yeah. 2002 filmers or like yeah. 1999? And at the time they were like, we have over 600 VFX shots in this film. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I want to be a VFX when I grow up. Uh, and then I was. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I've always, like, ever since then, I was like, they made that inside of a computer? That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Um, but, yeah, you, you were very gracious as a, as, a, as a boss to give us the abilities and the tools to learn And yeah, 2022 is actually uh, a great opportunity for me to learn 3D because a lot of people were stuck indoors and a lot of people, uh, I mean, we couldn't uh, interact. So perfect for me and my computer because I could just learn 3D for a year and a half, two years. Yep. Dude, I nerd out every day of my life. You don't even (laughs) know what nerd out is. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, so I really got into 3D, and it's called hard surface modeling. Yep. So you have, like, the animators, the the people that, like, light the scene and texture the materials and, like, the final uh, mm-hmm. the final look of it all. But uh, modeling is what I kind of do with uh, the Aeon units. And sometimes there'll be pieces and parts that we have to go find the CAD file. Uh, some engineering companies put their CAD files out there, the, the parts that Aeon use. Um, and a lot of people don't like as as far as Aeon goes, they make a lot of their stuff themselves or they yeah. have like specific things that Aeon um, makes specifically for them. So that's yeah. 
that I have to model inside a, a Cinema 4D. Yeah. So yeah, no, th- I've been I've been loving it. It's like people walk in my office. It's like Chris, you're still working on the Aeon units. It's been a year. Yeah. That you done? I'm like no, this is a different Aeon unit. I appreciate <laughs> it so much. Because I love they it. They love it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So it's awesome. Every time I come in, I'm like, okay, great, he's working on Aeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and so yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of brings us up to speed. Somewhere in time, Jeremy from Aeon was like, I want to have 3D rendered versions of our units so that we can use yeah. them for lots of things. And, and I mean, I guess that's one thing just to point out, like for those listening, uh, if you have a photorealistic 3D model that's lit correctly and modeled correctly and all those things, you now have the ability to spin it, zoom in, snap, 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 Snap a still. <laughs> snap snap. A, a still. Snap a still. still. Or do something in motion mm-hmm. in, in, in a video space. So once that thing's created, you you virtually can can control it and do whatever you want with it. Yeah, Isn't exactly. that more or less true? Yes, because I mean there's units the size of this room, the size larger than a car. Yeah. The new Cybertruck that just came out. Okay. Yeah. It's larger than that. So how are we gonna bring that into the studio? <laughs> I love, dude. I'm gonna. I would buy a Cybertruck. Why not? Um, I'm a nerd. <laughs> we can't bring those things inside the studio. Is my point. Mm-hmm. So it's right. way more uh, beneficial as far as like lighting goes. Or hey, we need a quick shot of this. Okay, we got to bring the unit back inside the studio. Yeah. Jason, do you have a free moment to take pictures or mm-hmm. HT or Ben, whoever it's going to be? Yeah. As opposed to, hey, Chris, can you? Open up the doors and take a picture of the inside. Like, yeah. yeah, we can do that in 3D, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So this last year now, I mean, we don't have to talk about how many hours you've spent on it, but you've spent a lot of time, all of them, building <laughs> these things. I mean, and yeah, what, and what 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 is that? I mean, I know you mentioned it, like you're pulling some CAD files, maybe translating some CAD files. Are you also just looking at things and going, okay, let me create a sphere and now let me put a collar on it. And now let me like put a cable coming out of it and let me change the texture to copper. Is I mean, are you doing that too? Yeah. Does it make you sad? <laughs> <laughs> I just got really serious. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> careful. Be careful. Um, yes and no. Uh, Aeon is very good about like sending us files of mm-hmm. what we need. Like this is the RQ unit. So mm-hmm. we here's the CAD file for that. And Aeon's kind of a, well, I say tricky corporation. It's like I've always likened it to like a Subway sandwich or going to those like uh, Kava or someplace like that. You pick what you want. It's so Yeah, exactly. Everything's customized. So mm-hmm. one could have the thermal heat pump, mm-hmm. whereas one doesn't need it because of the client or because of the building or whatever they're Where needing. Where it is. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it really depends on uh, what they need. So... Um, a lot of the times they will send me the files of what they need, what they have, especially if it's proprietary and they designed it and built it themselves. I yeah. can't I can't find that online. I can do my best to model it, but nine times out of ten, it's not going to be perfect, like a, yeah. like an engineering perfect to spec, mm-hmm. real-world scale mm-hmm. of that file. So if they have it, uh, I use it, and then I put materials on it, and I light it. Uh, another great thing um, that they have is the new the new showroom area. What's the name of that? The Exploration Center. The Exploration Center has been very helpful because a couple of the guys over there, Eric and Cody, will help me out and uh, let me go in there and I'll take as many reference photos. Um, And a lot of those reference photos I use as like materials and stickers that I can cut out in, um, what's it called? Photoshop. Yes, Photoshop and Cinema 4D. Yeah. So I can Photoshop and I create 
my own textures because it's nothing looks more real than a real life picture of the sticker. So mm-hmm. instead of trying to like draw it and like trace over it, it's like I just use that. So I use a lot of the reference photos as far as um, knowing where parts go, knowing where wires go. It gets a little convoluted because there are so many wires and, you know, the technology involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, we, complex. Yeah. We were joking the other day. It's like, oh, you're going to be an engineer before the end of this whole thing. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just pushing buttons and connecting A to B. I'm not, I'm not uh, fully into it. As far as that goes. But, yes, to answer your question, there, it's like a little bit of both where I do have to create a lot of the assets as far as like wires and cables. Uh, but they give us a lot as well. Yeah. So. Well, before we go too far, since we're talking about this alpha launch, why don't we roll that video, take a look at that, and then we can talk a little bit more about it. Where, where's it going to be? It's being edited in. So our customers, our governments, are asking for these electrification options. AirSorts heat pumps is the only way you're going to get this done. Our company is leading the industry on releasing AirSource heat pumps that are going to meet those solutions for tomorrow that we can do today. A lot of the expectations, rules of thumb, theories, they all go out the window. Gathering data, that's where we're doing really real science here when we're developing these products. Alpha Class is a collection of all of our air source heat pumps and the associated features and options that you've come to love with Aeon equipment. When it comes to making an air source heat pump omniclimate, there are a lot of components that need to be designed. Developing the product requires so much improvement, it improves the unit as a whole. The Alpha Class has the most sophisticated controller platform that Aeon has ever developed. The air source heat pump is not only being told what to do, it's actually adapting as it's operating. When you take a company that's as young as ours, that's as also as advanced as ours, you see exponential movements. And this Alpha Class product is a great example of that. So as you can see, you know, it has We just a, watched it? We just watched it, yeah. Whoa. That's how that works. It was great. I, know. I loved it. So as you can see, the Alpha launch video has a very specific style. And I wanna I wanna throw it back to you, Caroline. Um, and I can't remember, like, did you come in while this was in process? So I think the first thing that I saw was the teaser that Chris made. Yeah. And I wasn't even the client manager of Aon when that came out. Mm-hmm. But again, that was just the teaser. So then we did a lot more deliverables for them yeah. um, after that. And so I came along. That was the first project that I ever got to see, like, the whole life of, kind yeah. of. Um, and so, yeah, we made a long-form video that's more technical in nature where mm-hmm. we interviewed four different experts from Aon about this product and why they created it. And then um, a shorter version of that and then some ads as well. But we incorporated yeah. Chris's 3D in all of them. And so in different ways, you know, merged that with the the live footage that we got, and it looked awesome yeah. um, and really worked, which I think Tackett was the one who edited it. But um, at first we were like, okay, is this going to work? And it's mm-hmm. awesome how the two married together and made something really unique and cool. Yeah. I, I feel like one of the things I really liked about it, and I don't, I, I'm sure this was driven by Jeremy, but just the, the mystery mm-hmm. and the moodiness. Yeah. I think that that direction. style has been pretty cool. And I know yeah. for him it's like, you know, this is a big deal because, like, Aeon is constantly, like you said, the pioneers. Totally. Like, they're the ones coming up with something that no one else can figure out. And they're releasing technology that 10 years from now, every other company will try to follow. Mm-hmm. And so there is this unique mystery. And this is their 
top-of-the-line unit that has yeah. efficiencies that nothing has ever touched on planet Earth, which is pretty awesome. Um, but, I, you know, I, I will say props to you, Chris. I do feel like the photorealism, for me, like, you know, my heart and soul has has always been as a cinematographer and and lighting and, and you know, and so, like, when things aren't photorealistic, I'm kind of like, meh, whatever. You know, yeah. like, when, when it becomes photorealistic, I'm like... Stylistic yeah, is I'm what like, we call it. Yeah, like, now, yeah, but I'm, when it starts looking real, I'm like, okay, I'm interested. You got my attention, and um, this I, and I believe this was was this the same project where you guys came and bugged me about lighting one day? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, how which, would you shoot this? How yeah, would it, which yeah. was kind of fun because I mean I think what was interesting is like I understand lighting really well with my lights, mm-hmm. and I know the terms, and I know where I want to put them, I know how many feet, I know the angles, I know the lenses. But I don't know anything about how to do anything in 3D. Like, I don't you know. I don't touch that stuff. So that was kind of a fun experience, like sitting down and going, okay, let's put like a spotlight, like 20, double double above it, like walk it back, spread the beam. That's right. You came in and sat in my office for yeah. a couple hours. Dim it down. Yeah, that was great. Let's put that. a key light. Now we need like a reflection from the bottom, drop yeah. a broad fixture, make it bigger. And like we, and, and the time we were all done, it's like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. we, I, I mean, to me, it was like I used the exact same method methods that I would have used if it was physically sitting out there. Yeah. But yet instead of me moving around lights for 45 minutes to an hour, it was just <laughs> you and I, you know, you In just, a couple of minutes. Yeah. That's yeah. So, awesome. so that was pretty fun. I thought, yeah. um, well, cool. Well, I'm curious, you know, just maybe in, in hindsight on that project, what, what were, what were your feelings? Like when, were you proud of it? Like when it was Absolutely. all done, were you like, I knew I could do it or was it like this turned out better than I thought? <laughs> <laughs> no, well the Jeremy or I don't I don't know who it was, might have been Jerry, maybe it'd been uh Caroline that was like, All right, we need this like by Friday. And I was like, It was quick. Yeah, it was quick. And I was like, Tack it, we can't do it. He's like, Bro, just trust me, we'll do it like this. And I was like, Okay. And so I did a shot or two and I did like a seven twenty P render, like really low resolution. I was like, that looks really cool. Like the moodiness of like just a single light. Yeah, uh, going across the. Did we watch it before? Is that the video we watched? We watched it. Okay, that was cool. I can't <laughs> believe what I just saw. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but uh, absolutely, I was proud of that thing. That was so dang cool. That's yeah. when I was like, oh, now we're in the big leagues. I yeah. know. For that to be the first thing that I got to work on, I was like, wow, this is am-. like it felt magical. Truly, yeah. that that you could create that and then light it and make it move and rotate and open and like, mm-hmm. yeah, my mind was blown. I was like. This is a cool place. <laughs> well, I think it's just a testament even to Jeremy knowing what he wanted. He sent yeah. me like four totally. or five different magazine adverts and like mm-hmm. uh, a few other like Formula One things where the grill of the car or as BMW or something like that. The grill mm-hmm. of the car was like stylistically lit. And I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. If we can achieve that. Yeah. Then uh, this is going to be a winner. And then coming it coming together with all the sound effects and the music and all that. It's just. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Absolutely. Agreed. That brings us to a conclusion. I will say, uh, obviously, Chris, you're probably going to walk away from here and go work on another 3D project. Um, it's literally what I right stopped. Now. That's what you're doing <laughs> yes. right now. I stopped working on it to come. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. But uh, no, and it's been cool. I know, obviously, we've been talking about this alpha launch thing, but it's it has been really cool watching you learn something, but then become like maybe not an expert, an expert to compare to everyone else I'm here. Working there, but yeah. you're getting you're yeah. getting to there. To me, I'm like expert. Yeah, right. more expert than anyone in this building. Which <laughs> is man. oh yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Aww, yeah, you're welcome. The love. Wow. But no, it's no, it's it's it is really cool though because like I mean, there's things on our reel that we can say retrospect does yeah, that right. we could never say before, and that's pretty awesome. You know, like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, if you guys enjoyed watching this episode today. 
feel free to go uh, check out other episodes. We have almost 30 episodes of this podcast now. So there are quite a bit. They're on our website, uh, retrospectfilms.com. You can check them out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. So feel free to check out other episodes. And we hope to see you next time on Retrospect from the Archives. See you, everybody. Bye. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe. Fire.